0: welcome to for the vibes by reggae 360 yo 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 it's your boy evan with the for the vibes podcast brought to you by reggae 360 today we have a special episode lined up we have brent wilson of roots of creation fame in studio ready to go ahead and get going on an interview he joins us with his daughter siri whose voice you just heard. She was amazing enough to bless us with her voice on this podcast as well. Above and beyond that, Brett brought his guitar. He played us a few songs that we're going to go ahead and share with you as well. After the interview, after the amazing songs by Brett Wilson, we're also going to go ahead and review the latest in reggae rock songs that dropped last week. Not only that, we're going to go ahead and go over the latest in reggae rock news, Not only that, we're going to go ahead and leave you with a positive thought of the week. That way you go ahead and go about the rest of your day in a more positive way. And that's it. We're going to start it off with one of the songs that Brett went ahead and played for us. It's a medley of a couple different tunes you might be familiar with. We appreciate you
1: listening. All right, cool. Oh, we're going to tie it all
2: together right here. Thank you, Reggae360. Let's do this. We took this trip to Garden Grove. smell like thing. Oh, yeah. This ain't no funky reggae party. Five dollars at the door. Get so real sometimes. Broke my rhymes. I've got the microwave got the VCR I got the deuce deuce in the trunk of my car oh yeah if you only knew all the love that I found it's hard to keep my soul on the ground you're a fool don't fuck around my dog all that I can see I still I fill up my garage, cause in my mind Music from Jamaica, all the love that I found Pull over, there's a reason why my soul's unsound It's you! It's that shit stuck under my shoe It's that smell inside the thing It's my bed sheet covered with sand Sitting through the shitty fan Getting dog shit on my hands, getting hassled by the man. Waking up to alarm, sticking needles in your arm. Picking up trash on the freeway, feeling depressed every day. Leaving without making a sound, picking my dog up at the pound. Living in a tweaker pad getting yelled at by my dad said i'm happy when i'm not finding roaches in the pot oh Come and tell me that I'm right Me just burn it and pass it on the right And then my stuff and then look up on it. They say hey Natty dreadlock like, where you come from You move the two sticky and under your tongue I said no officer line, you must be mad Me only smoke cigarettes and the shag ooh ooh, 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 Under my me, the Sensi, and the Missensimian and the Sensi, and the sensi, me, the and the Missensimian and the Messensi. Whoa, 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 oh whoa, 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 Cause I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored in, I'm broad, I'm broad, I'm in Broadway. So bored, I'm bored, I'm bored broad, in Broadway. So bored, I'm bored, I'm bored in. Get out, get out of the door. You're playing calm music on the ballroom floor. You're drowning your laughter in your day to the go. tracking with matches and he's loose on the town. Takes a old pill of water just to cool him down. I said fire. Fire on the mountain. Come here. I said fire. Fire on the mountain. Got to say fire. Fire on the mountain. Fire. Fire on the mountain.
3: Yeah. Well. Oh dude.
1: Tie it all together, right? Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> your foot hurts? Maybe because you're wearing on the wrong on. shoes. Are you your feet right? asleep? No. I'm not wearing on the
3: wrong shoes. Shit, that was epic.
1: Thanks, man. Thanks yeah. for having me. That was no. fun. Take it out of the feet your your shoe and shake it around like the hokey pokey. Okay. I'm gonna pack this up and we'll go see Iris.
3: Yo, 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 wonderful people. It is your boy, JB. This is the podcast, For The Vibes, presented by Reggae360. And I am here in the studio with a wonderful human being by the name of Evan Yarmo. Evan, how are you? JB, I'm doing great, how are you? <sighs> Elaborate on that, man, how great. How great on yes. a
0: scale of maybe like one to 10?
3: I'd give you about a 10 and a half. I'm sitting here Ooh. with yourself. Yes. Um, it's a great day. Dude, well, we—it's not just me. All right. And and that's why I'm having a great day. That's why I'm having a 10.5 out of 10. And that is because we are in the studio with a legend, a special human being, a man behind one of the most successful reggae rock bands in the last 20 years, a family man, a father, an incredibly talented dude, a chill dude, somebody with amazing vibes, a creative mind, a hard worker, a man's man, a musician's musician, a man who has single handedly been spreading reggae rock vibes all over the country.
1: Brett Wilson, Brett, how are you, dude? I'm great. We might need to hire you to come on the road and introduce us every night. That was that was great, dude. I'm very. One, one thing we got to change is instead of 10.5, can we take it to 11?
2: Ooh, look <laughs> at right. that
3: extra point five, man. Yes, okay. Well, um, Brett, you're not you're not alone. You have a special guest. We have an even more special special guest today joining us. Um, uh, uh, would you would you care to give a little introduction to your sure uh, it's uh,
1: bring your daughter to work day we got my daughter (laughs) Surrey here today want to say hi hi oh
3: look at that that's awesome man no that's that's so cool and brett we're we're so grateful that you were able to uh make time out of your day to come by and hang out with us And, and it was wonderful meeting your daughter and and uh she's already basically a star She's she's a star in the making. Like yeah. She took after you, obviously. She's already
1: on your album, right? You already yep. featured her? She's on the record, uh, Grateful Dub. She does this little special thing. We were in Mexico trying to figure out, okay, I was like, we need a, a moment of silence for Jerry Garcia since I kind of learned how to play guitar you know, from listening to Grateful Dead bootlegs when we were doing Grateful Dub, a reggae infused tribute to the Grateful Dead. And I yes. kept saying it on the microphone, and it, it just sounded cheesy. Yeah. And I was like, you want to try it? And she's like, sure and she did it and she nailed it like was it the first time or the second time time. second time she nailed it the second time and then history was made and every day we, we look on Twitter and it's played in a different state and it's like fun for her to kind of see my voice was played here. My voice was played at this station. It's, it's really cool. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And um, it's not only her voice that's being
3: played all over the country. It's your voice as well, Brendan. I know uh, you've got some things cooking up for 2020 and certainly coming off a nice 2019 with a lot of tours. I'm curious. Let's take a second, man. Let uh, let the people know kind of what's going on with you, where you're at in life, man. Like, like where, where Roots of Creation is. Just kind of paint a picture for current day january 12 2020 how are things going in your life
1: things are going amazing we've had a a a great very special you know winter break so we can kind of regroup like what are our goals let's go in the studio all the time so we've just been kind of living in the studio doing the family thing regrouping rehearsing just kind of getting your brain reset because we did i think about We do, we average in between, you know, 120 and 150 shows a year, whether it's the band or the band and me doing acoustic stuff. So, you know, really got to take a break from that and say, okay, what did we do that was awesome? What can we improve on? A lot of people are like, we need more original music. People want more Grateful Dub. We have this album in the can that we made before Grateful Dub with this kind of like a prequel almost. That was just like a crazy instrumental fun album that we produced ourselves that we're going to call dub free or die that's just going to be like something we're going to put out once a year where it's just crazy, you know, instrumental festival music um and then maybe one cover with vocals and one original song with vocals and that's kind of what we're going to drop we just kind of had that made before grateful dub and didn't finish it cuz that became the priority and so we went back in time basically and yeah. revamped the whole thing we got that we got a new original album working on. We're working on Grateful Dub Volume Two, and then we got our Grateful Dub, uh, our, our Grateful Roots tour, where we're doing one set of originals, one set of uh, Grateful Dub, Grateful Dead uh, reggae covers. So we got a lot nice. of stuff going on. Yeah, there. yeah. Well, you you
3: slid something in there, and it kind of flew under the radar. You said you got an original album in the works. That's, yes.
1: Can 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 people uh, expect that maybe 2020 possibly? That would be a tough one to do, I think, because we're in like the the very preliminary stages of that. Ah, okay. So there will be this record dub for your die will definitely come out probably in the next couple months, which is probably about I'd say ten original songs, nice. um, one cover, and then one vocal song wish we released a single off of it, which is the song "Wake Up." That I think you guys are going to jam with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that'll be the outro. That's a
3: that's a great song, man. That's um, that's that's awesome. That's yeah. You got and you have a lot going on with the tours and everything. I know you just announced the tour, and and uh, I'm curious, man. Grateful Dub. That that was such a unique project. I mean, I, I as a fan of reggae rock music, I don't see, I haven't seen anything like that before. Were, were you surprised by the reaction, like the the love that that uh, piece of work got or or did you know you had something lightning in a bottle almost like you had something unique and, and
1: fresh i think we knew we had something special but it came together so organically um a long time ago i was like they made a, a reggae grateful dead tribute and it 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 kind of missed the mark for mm. me it just had this kind of 80s 90s sound to it and it didn't really feel like the people are channeling the dead it yeah. just seemed like cover songs reggae cover songs of the dead yeah. it wasn't there wasn't like that improvisational edge there wasn't guitar solos really it just didn't really do it for me and mm-hmm. i love both platforms so since the beginning of the band it for, for me at least it was like how do we conv- combine you know the jam band scene in the northeast with the West Coast reggae rock ska flavor, you know? Mm, yeah. With maybe a little bit of metal, a little bit of EDM, all different other, you know, acoustic music in there. But that was kind of the original idea. So this was always an idea in my head of like, man, I, I, someday I'd love to do that, but in, a, in, a, in my vision, you know? Yeah. Um, and so fast forward, it finally came to fruition because we were doing some sets that were grateful dub sets live and they were having such a great response. And we were doing this festival, Jerry jam, which is in New Hampshire. Um, and just kind of grew up with that. And he invited Melvin seals, Jerry Garcia's keyboard player to come jam with us. He wanted to be on this record grateful dub. And then once he was on it, some other people wanted to, and then it just was a matter of reaching out to all these people we had made friends with on the road. Hmm. And surprisingly people just kept saying yes. And I think I, I, don't, I didn't expect so many people able to say, say yes. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with, you know, how present the Grateful Dead is in our culture, mm-hmm. the songbook. But then also the producer involved with the project, Errol Brown, um, he recorded, you know, I think the last three Bob Marley albums. Wow. I mean, the, the dude recorded Redemption Song. So when that guy's involved and the way that he made things sound and when we sent the tracks to people mm-hmm. and they're recorded so authentically, I mean, he really just made us really hone our skills and just brought that vibe. He's like a 72 year old man with like more energy in, than I've ever seen wow. in anybody my age yeah. or younger. So I think just we had this perfect mix and then the people that were involved behind the scenes, it just created this kind of you know, perfect storm that made things happen organically, you know, we weren't like trying too hard to like, you know, do anything. It just Mm -hmm. started to kind of turn from this passion project into something bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, you know?
3: Yeah. That's, that's amazing. dude. I'm like, I'm getting motivated hearing you talk about that and how it came to fruition. It was meant to be, man. That's, that's awesome. And actually, uh, you had some pretty cool uh, features on that album. I, I saw, uh, one of my personal favorites, Dan Kelly, yep. got involved. In fact, I even saw on IG that you might be releasing a, a video or maybe some, some visuals involving Dan. Or what yep. um, Two questions. Number one is, is this talking about Dan Kelly? I love Dan Kelly, man. He he fascinates me as an individual, as a musician. Number two, you had a lot of other people uh, as a part of that. Who else was involved in that, in that project?
1: Well, Dan Kelly has been a – I mean, Fortunate Youth has been one of those bands we've been friends with since I think they started out um, I was just talking to Travi the bongo player um, percussion player well they all switch but you know his main primary instrument with them is uh percussion today on the phone because he started a CBD company he's like yo I want to sponsor your guys's you know tour so like oh, wow, we're awesome. talking about uh, Travi bongo CBD to to be a tour sponsor for like the VIPs to come in and get a little package from him and he you does know, but I mean, we slept on Travi Bongo's floor the, I think the first time we ever played, Oh wow! you know, LA when he was in a different band. So it, our history with that crew like goes so far back and they're one of the only bands I think from the West coast that actually really jam, you know, like, like we do in the Northeast, they have that kind of vibe where they're circ- you know, stupid has that too, you know, it's kind of rare for me at least where everybody's changing instruments people are doing solos Yeah, you know it's it's happened a little bit more but they've just always had that like let's have fun let's let's Mm -hmm. do something different exciting so and and dan has always been down for the cause i mean we we did like a show in uh la not too long ago and he came out and did a solo acoustic set he hopped up with us for for um for casey jones which he's on the record for so he's just super fun to hang out with (laughs) and like super talented amazing range and he knocked it out of the park he i didn't know this but when i was just chilling with him at mexico uh, closer to the sun he recorded the vocals to casey jones um in florida in like a bathroom or something so (laughs) we have that's on our instagram like you can check it out Uh, i interviewed him backstage and he was he's talking about it's really funny Dude, he's a he's a he's
3: a he's a very entertaining individual, and watching him sing like I remember seeing him live. He was just he was just going for it. I saw like a vein in his neck bulging because he was just putting everything he had into that sound, and and um and that's 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 cool to see those guys linking up with you. I, I see a lot of not similarities in your sound, but maybe your your vibe and and how you guys you know, uh portray yourself on the scene. So so that's cool. That's a great uh great connection. Wow. So you went from sleeping on Travi Bongo's floor to talking about, you know, maybe doing some things with his C B D company. That's that's dope. That is a that is a that is a cool story. It, thinking about that album, um that's not the only Brett, that's not the only uh band or <laughs> artists that you have shown some, some tribute towards. You also announced uh, an acoustic tour for another all-time legendary uh, piece of music, and that was uh, Bradley Noel, the acoustic CD. You got, you got some stuff coming up around that, right? Can you uh, let the people know what you have in store for them?
1: For sure, for sure. Um, we just kind of brainstormed um, with... We've been doing a ton of touring with Badfish, a tribute to Sublime an amazing relationship we have yeah. with them and uh joel the bassist started this group pop uh, providence music group and he was like you know he's he's been helping us he's been a part of the team and i was like you know what i've always wanted to do is like why don't you guys ever do acoustic stuff and he's like i don't know the guys don't want to do it i'm like well i've always wanted to, to cover this album by bradley it's like it's this so raw you know it's like they took a tape recorder or a four track or whatever and followed them around at bars. Or I don't really know the history of like how it was recorded other than what's in the liner notes. But, um, it's got so much amazing energy and rawness and it's like so punk rock, even though it's acoustic and you can hear the crowd talking over them. Like, it's like, nobody's caring (laughs) what's going on. It's like the humble beginnings. And then there's rivers of Babylon on there and there's, you know, just so much iconic stuff on there. And some of the stuff is like, the lyrics are different because he's just like either freestyling or he hadn't finished it yet. And, um, I just remember high school taking burn cruises and like, listening yes. to that song with my friends. And yes. So it just brings back good memory. So I was like, I want to do this record. He's like, okay, let's do, well, let's do a little tour, see how it goes. And I was like, all right, let's do it to remember him on his birthday week. And it just kind of came together yeah. in like a week or two. It was all made, we made it, he made it happen um, when the music industry usually goes to sleep, which is like during between Christmas and New Year's and a couple days afterwards. Everybody's like out of the office. Yeah. Somehow he pulled it together <laughs> and uh, we dropped it. And I thought it was going to have like a, a decent response. Like, mm-hmm. if, I, was, I was like, this will be cool. But people are like freaking out about it. I guess they all love the album as much as I did. Yeah, and um, I don't know. It's gonna be a lot of fun, um, and hopefully we can do something to give back. You know, we've we've done some work with uh, his family's foundation. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna talk to them. Um, you know, we have the opioid crisis out here, so it, there's once we get this all dialed in. You know, it'd be cool to do some th- things to kind of give back to the community. And it's just going to be a fun time just to, you know, it's kind of like these intimate 100 to 300 capacity rooms that Roots of Creation no, money, no longer works in. Yeah. Because um, you have just kind of outgrow- grown that, but we can have this yeah. cool, you know, scene where I can play the acoustic guitar, everybody can sing, sing along and have some fun. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, I definitely need to check out one of those shows because that sounds like a just a good time, man. And that's cool that... You know, you're thinking about giving back, and, and yeah, Bradley's house, uh, Bradley's house with his his uh, his sister Kelly. She's doing some amazing things. That foundation is awesome. And you say to yourself, man, the opioid crisis is out of control. So, you know, anyone that's giving back to kind of help, uh, you know, us just tackle that as society. That's that's awesome. I'm I'm curious, man. Is is uh, y- have you guys done other kind of like charity driven stuff? It seems like you've been a part of yeah, you know, a, a lot of cool things
1: in the past. We have done a lot of stuff, um, you know, a lot of stuff with, you know, criminal justice or drug policy reform has always been a a big deal to me, Um, you know, and cannabis legalization, stuff like that, where you're having a lot of nonviolent offenders, you know, behind bars, putting a lot of resources, money, time, families getting ruined, you know, creating, you know three generations of fatherless people yes in the inner city for me that's like probably the number one problem because it 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 seems like this little thing to people that i guess aren't don't understand it but the ripple effect yes can destroy you know generations that don't have access to proper you know legal representation in the court system and take plea deals and then All of a sudden, you know, their son is doing the same stuff on the block or the mandatory minimum sentencing of, you know, three strikes, you're out and then you're stuck in jail for the rest of your life because you did three little things, you know, that are stupid, but they're nonviolent. Exactly. So so we need to focus on the people that are actually, you know, destroying society, in my opinion, and not, you know, the people that are just either A, you know, trying to, Smoke a natural resource, or or get healthy, you know, because they have a disease and they need right. access to medicine, or B that they may be destroying themselves with, you know, a, a, an illegal substance. But in my opinion, that's that's their own business. Yeah, I don't I don't really think we should be go going around policing everybody's bodies. But that's just you know my standpoint. Preach, preach, <laughs> brother. <laughs> jail yes. doesn't just fix a person. No, nope. uh, a lot of people call jail a uh, school for criminals. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So I think the trailer park boys are good example of that too. <laughs> Con College, I think they call We it. always call our we make we joke around with our sax player that he's kinda like, uh who's that guy at Trailer Park Boys? He's like, is it Ricky?
3: There's Ricky. Yeah, who Julian. swears a lot. Oh so yeah, Ricky. We call, yeah. him, we call him Ricky. <laughs> Dude, that's that's uh, he's always like,
1: God damn it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's awesome, man, and, and uh, you said a lot of very important things right there, and it's, it's, uh, it's easy to tell, brother, you're a conscious individual, you're somebody that thinks very intentionally, um, and not to get political on this podcast, we've never gotten political on this podcast, but in this case, we have to get political on this podcast because um, you played uh, a gig for a very political figure in, in Bernie Sanders when he came out this way, um you know i believe rusa creation played at was it a rally or yeah we,
1: we couple, were right? we were invited by uh his his campaign manager is a is a fan of our band and um he invited us to do a couple uh a couple performances for him um three of them and um everybody in the band agreed um to do it and it was a lot it was a lot of fun yeah he, he was like they were like we want you to learn this land is your your land um the old uh woody guthrie song just because bernie likes that so we learned that in a reggae style and yeah it's just a cool opportunity to do, do like is a lot different than a regular show it's like okay you're you have 10, 10 minutes to engage this crowd you have to do this land <laughs> is your land and you know it's a family style event and you have two microphones and do it an acoustic now go <laughs> <laughs> no. um But, like, it was really cool, and we got to meet Bernie and take a picture with him, and, you know, he always introduced us on stage, and, like, you know, their team showed us a lot of love and took care of us, and, you know, it was, uh, you know, a great opportunity for us to be exposed to his people and our people to be exposed to him, and no matter what you believe, as I was telling you earlier when I go to my garage and get the van and trailer fixed up, (laughs) Um, there's a lot of conservative people in there, but they all seem to respect him. You know, just because he's always toes the line of whatever he believes, and he's not flip flopping all over the place. Yeah, you know. So, yep, yep. and he also does believe believe in criminal justice reform in terms of the, uh, you know, uh, nonviolent drug offenders. Exactly so, what you were just so that's talking about. Kinda, yeah, you know, it's like it wasn't. An, it, we got some flack on social media for doing mm-hmm. it, um, but to be clear, it wasn't a banned endorsement of the candidate. Yeah. It was an opportunity for us to do something amazing. Yeah. And we got to meet, possibly play for the potential future president of the United States. Yeah. If if that happens. So how do you say no to that? Exactly. If you're down with his vibe, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But some people are like, why are you endorsing him? And I'm like, yo, like it, why, why are you assuming a, that we're endorsing him and b, like, what happened to like, what I want to know is what happened to actual like civil discourse. Like I have so many friends that are conservative and we, we can sit down, have a coffee and have a conversation. Exactly. But social media, for some reason, it like polarizes everybody. It's like, they want to put you in this different bins. And it's like, I'm not in any of those bins. When I was a kid, I was an anarchist skateboarder. My mom's Democrat. My dad's Republican. You know, I like some liberal stuff, some libertarian stuff. Like, why do we have to put it in in boxes? Like when you talk to human beings, they're usually, you know, mostly on the same page. If you peel away the labels, yeah. So that's really why music is great because it brings all these people together, you know. And you know, we were in Florida and somebody was like, oh, "This is great talking to you. Like, I'm a conservative guy, but like, we can have a conversation about all this stuff and we're not getting mad at each other." And I'm like, "Yeah, why? Why can't we be <laughs> friends? Like, whatever happened to like disagreeing on something?" Yeah. But then like when you talk to somebody who has a different viewpoint, you like learn stuff Yeah, and like, maybe you're like, Hmm, that's actually kind of like a cool viewpoint. Maybe I shouldn't just like follow the flock of sheeps on this right. side of the, you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's dude. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. And I think the more we respect each other and each other's opinion, the, the, like you said, we learn from each other, you know, people think what they think for a reason. So it's cool to see you have that progressive mindset and it's cool that you had the opportunity uh, to, to play for, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders fans that that must actually the more that I think about it, the more that I think that was a brave decision for you guys to put yourselves out there and, and open yourselves up to, you know, people scrutinizing you. But it sounds like uh, as a band, you guys were united and and uh, have a have a really, you know, like I said, progressive mindset about it. And, and I thought it was a great look for you. I, like, I thought it was a, a massive opportunity. It was a good opportunity for reggae rock music. All of the other bands I'm a fan of, benefited from you guys putting yourself out there on such a national stage so for sure uh, respect
1: yeah the only only other people i think that were kind of like in our scene really that did it was he invited he introduced twiddle i think on stage which was cool oh nice but they're from vermont so they even have a closer link yeah
3: yeah yeah no that's oh
1: my god dude reggae rock
3: music is doing big things dude i like it um I, i got a question for you so uh, I did my research a little bit and, and, uh, you know, I was on Roots of Creation's Instagram and I noticed you guys give a shout out to Ram Das who recently passed away and, or I'm sorry, he transitioned. I mean, he was an influential person. And Brett, maybe it's not a fair question to you. Maybe you don't run the Instagram page for ROC. I, I don't know. I, I'm curious, are you a fan of Ram Das? Is he somebody that influenced you or is that maybe somebody else in the band that? that threw that out there
1: um i actually threw that up we we have like a whole team and stuff so it's not always me doing stuff um uh, behind the scenes but i actually put that up because you know when i was a kid that was a, be here now was an inf- mm-hmm. influential book yeah. to me by him um i was you know like i was saying before caught up in you know punk rock music skateboarding and stuff but also into the counter-cultural movement of like the 60s and 70s with the grateful dead and everybody that surrounded that timothy leary ram das all that you know kind of stuff and uh growing up i was kind of raised in the summers and the weekends at like a place called city yoga meditation it's like a um they have like a guru and it's like upstate new york india i went to when i was uh, bombay india was the first city i ever went to when i was a kid oh wow from new hampshire is kind of yeah. crazy i was like yeah. it's like i don't know about city's mom <laughs> after <laughs> that, that but it, but it's i remember everything vividly and and uh so that kind of like meditation yoga um you know philosophy eastern philosophy that kind of stuff was ingrained at me at, at an early period of time and he kind of was like this link between the countercultural movement and what my mom was into so that kind of like made a lot of sense to me at the time, you know, um, I didn't really like stay super connected to him or what he was doing after the book. But when I saw that he had passed, I was like, I got to do a tribute to him because that was kind of a big book for me when I was younger.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds like he was, uh, he influenced you. He definitely influenced me. I've gotten into his work later. Um, you know, but, but anything about consciousness and like, you know, living in the moment and kind of being connected with your own, uh, spiritual aura. And it's just the whole, all of it is like, I need it. I need that stuff right now. It helps me kind of cut through the anxiety and stress of modern day life and just staying grounded. So Ram Dass, like I'm a big fan and I'm still, I still have more to learn, but it was cool to see you guys shout him out. So,
1: yeah, Um, I mean, that's what you're saying is like, so true. It's like you get so caught up in like, social media or like thinking about the future or planning or the past it's like you know be here now like be present like every day i catch myself like going mm-hmm. backwards in time or going to the future that helps for songwriting cuz you're reflecting on the past or thinking about the future but in terms of day-to-day life sometimes it can make you like freeze up yeah you know and then you don't get anything done so yeah yeah I, I think to- I'm totally down with what you're saying. There's one
0: proverb out there, you know, the anxious man lives in the future. The depressed man
1: lives in the past. The happy man lives in the present. I was just trying to think of that. Wise man lives in the present. Yeah. <laughs> I, that was in my brain. I was like, there's some quote that's like good about that. I wish yeah. I had it.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, just with staying in the moment and trying to stay in that like good mindset of being who you are, where you are and getting stuff done. Is there anything that you do today to help with that? I mean, yoga, meditation, or even just simple stuff like positive thoughts or. Um, you know,
1: I think I recently, you know, just decided, you know, almost a year ago that I was just going to not drink alcohol anymore just because it was free everywhere we went. And like, it just was no longer serving my purpose and making me not really feel great. You know, um, like they say hangovers in your thirties are, you know, not fun and that's true. <laughs> so yes, I can confirm that. Um <laughs> not fun. Between that and going to the gym, um, like the gym's really been a great solace for me. I really would love to get back into yoga. I've done I do that, like I'll drop in and do a little bit here or there, but I got a gym membership that I can use anywhere on the road. Yeah, you know, that's just kind of my sanity and I put some music on. Like I'll put some like heavy you know, hip hop or EDM and get me in like crush mode, like Skrillex with Damian Marley or something that's like, I'm ready to take on the world and like, you know, do that. Um, I read a lot of books that helps me. Um, one thing I got to stop doing is looking at my phone first thing in the morning. That Mm. is like, I've read that that's terrible. And I can, if you get the wrong message from somebody or the wrong email or some fires there, yeah, it's like, sometimes you just got to turn off the phone for 24 hours. I did that at one time for two days. And like, other than communicating with your family and kids, like you just turn everything off, then you go back to it. It's like, Oh, everything's the same. Nothing's changed. <laughs> like nobody died. Like it, you can actually unplug and be okay. You know? So be a, a normal human for a day. Yeah. <laughs> Like, remember, I don't know how old you guys are, but did you ever have, like, a landline and no cell phone? Are you... Are yeah. You? No. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah? Yeah. No, I remember those days.
1: you call your friend? Do you have yeah. party lines? <laughs> dude, <laughs> calling someone. Now, that's
3: <laughs> that's old school. <laughs> I, dude, I'm so old. I had the little rotary phone, like, when I was super young, where you could, like, press the button and, and ring it around. It goes, and it comes back. To, like damn. I'm 33. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm, I'm 37. I mean, she's growing up in an age where she has you know, the home phone yeah. still just in case like, you know, we're in the middle of nowhere and, and yeah. like whatever. But I mean, she's, I didn't have like, she's got a cell phone and she's I seven see. yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 and she's stoked and I'm stoked that I can get it for her so that when we're traveling, I can you yeah. know, FaceTime with her. It's dope. yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I didn't have a cell phone until I was 16 or something. yeah. So it's like such a different, she's like smiling from ear to ear right now. Like I'm way cooler than my dad. <laughs> I know she's got, she's
3: like, got a newer iPhone than you. You're like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> oh dude, that's awesome, man. I, yeah, I couldn't imagine growing up in this age, but, um, but I mean, that's just the way of the world. So I, I I'm curious.
1: She's like, I got an iPod when I was four. <laughs> yes,
3: dude. Yes. Um, Brett, I'm curious, man. You, you, so just looking at kind of your musical career and where you're at now, you've obviously been incredibly successful. You've done national tours. You've been played these massive festivals. You put out great music. You've had all of this success. I'm curious, what what is left for you guys to accomplish in terms of goals of the band? Like, wh- wh- where's your mindset at in terms of uh, what's next to accomplish? Or are you just, going with the flow and putting out music when it comes to you?
1: I think, you know, we're trying to be a little bit more mindful of what we're doing and, and like going with the flow musically, you know, in the creation process, but in terms of our career, really trying to think strategically and like, how can we continue to do this for a long period of time? And, you know, originally this started as just a passion. Like I was talking to you guys before we turned the mics on, you know, it was a party band in college. We were having fun. We dropped an album. We moved in together. We got a booking agent, and then we'd kind of never looked back. Mm. And when you kind of sit back and think about it, you're, you know, I was just at Slightly Stupid's festival in Mexico, closer to the sun, and um, those are like really big brothers to me. They, I look up to them. They, they had me up jamming with them every single night on Grateful Dead songs. It was so yeah, much fun dude. and. I look to them as kind of like the pinnacle of success in the scene because they've done everything on their own terms. They have their own record label. They have a six summer tour every year. Um, they put out amazing albums on their own terms. You know, they have special guests. They have a lot of fun. They have families. Like so, to me, you know, that's to be to build a career like that where you're still humble. You are appreciative of the fans and just the way they operate as human beings. Yeah. To me, that I look up to those guys. So, like, yeah. everything we've done, I'm so blessed to have, you know, done and I'm so appreciative of it. But if I look, if you're like, what are your goals? It's like, well, I always look to that band, yeah. you know, in terms of like, because they're friends and their team is friends of mine, as like, okay, they're great human beings. They're humble. Their music's amazing. They have all their stuff together in terms of like, you know, behind behind the scenes stuff. They have an amazing festival in Mexico. It's like that's really the kind of the yeah. blueprint for like long term success. You yeah, know?
3: that's a dream, man. That's yeah, like you said, it seems like they do it on their own terms too, and that they probably have all kinds of freedom associated with that. And and uh I'm a big stupid head, man. I love slightly stupid, and that's just it's like sur- something every once in a while when I do this podcast, I have surreal moments sitting here with you. And, you know, knowing your your catalog and what you've done and, and the caliber of musician you are and, you know, your connections, I'm just like, man, my, my mind's blown a little bit, man. So, and to meet you too and see how down to earth you are and to meet your daughter and see, you know, like how how good of a family man you are. Like, it's just, I'm honored, man. It's, I'm stoked. I'm definitely stoked. John, I agree that you're a big stupid head. I would agree with that. <laughs> Evan, we you, we agreed that we were going to censor this podcast. Um <laughs> be a little bit more family friendly but i feel like you just took a shot at me i'm not being friendly but are you using wow. potty talk i yeah uh, a little
1: bit yeah i guess so <laughs>
3: i mean you're potty mouth dude
1: what'd you say <laughs> she, she said she said it's fine because i watch you on youtube already <laughs> I Guess there must, be, <laughs> there must be some stuff on there that's not, not that's funny kids. <laughs> well <laughs> what I guess my mom likes to search us on YouTube and show her videos oh there you go Um, you're supposed to be watching kids tube
3: sorry I've got a question for you how cool is it to have a rock star dad
2: Um, it's really cool (laughs) (laughs)
3: yes yes that's awesome Brett I gotta ask you a question man on that note yep I've 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 been to many of his shows. I think the last one I went to was was in Hampton, New Hampshire. And and I remember it was like, it was an experience. Like everybody was just going nuts. Like the the energy, the lights, the ambiance, everything just hit at once. And it was just like, it was an experience. I don't really know how else to describe it. But I'm curious, man, that moment after you just rip a show when you get off stage. What's that feeling like? Is it like like do the endorphins hit and you're energized or do you feel like you just did like a heavy workout and you're like completely drained or what's that like when you just get up there and crush a show in front of a huge group of people like how does that feel, man? Let us non-musicians know what that feeling is like if you can even put it into words.
1: I'd say I like the feeling of being on the stage doing it and watching everybody Vibe out and go back and forth between the energy exchange of seeing people dance or be in the mosh pit like or, you know, whatever they're doing, dancing in the back, like spinning around like Scarlet Begonia's dead Deadhead chick, whatever dance move you got going on. Like I like to feed off of that as a band and like be on stage or watch the music as a fan. You know, when we open up for bands, like I like to watch music as a fan. It's like something that I miss sometimes because we travel so much. Um, but when I get off stage, it's kind of bittersweet. Cause it's like, I like to, we're trying to build in more time after we finish the shows. Cause if it's like right before the club closes, everybody's dispersing. Yeah. And you really want to go around and like shake everybody's hand and like go to the merch table and say, what's up to everybody. And like reciprocate the love that you got while you were on the stage. And like, you know, a lot of these people have become like family to us that come see us at all these shows or travel from place to place you know roc family and our street team universal soldiers like um so you know sometimes it's a little bit of a like you're you're crashing because it's like this big thing and then it's like crashing down and everybody's dispersing and you're like
2: "Uh, uh."
1: (laughs) you know what i mean but but it's an amazing feeling sometimes it's weird because you you know especially with like you know, I didn't drink too much before I played. I'd have like a beer or two or whatever, but without that, like, you know, kind of, uh, social lubrication, I get off stage and, and it, you're thinking a little bit more. You're like, you know, did I play good? Like everybody's mm. getting down, but like, what did I mess up? Like yeah. you're, you're a little bit more aware Yeah. way. So it's like, The feeling is amazing on stage. When we get off stage, it can be touch and go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I like to head straight to the merch table and, like, shake everybody's hand and keep the vibes really high. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know? But uh, you can kind of get caught in self-reflection if you go off by yourself. I see some of the guys do that. Yeah. You know? Kind of like, oh, man, I missed this or that. And it's like, you can't get caught up in that. Like, you just got to move on and, like, make the next show better, you know? Yeah. That's
3: awesome. So you're pretty accessible to your fans after a show. Like you'll go around and for sure meet people. That's cool, man. That's I've had so many dope interactions with musicians after shows. Like, you know, that's much appreciated that, that uh, you know, you're you're down to earth and accessible like that. That's a big thing.
0: I mean, it sounds like you're a pretty friendly guy. You've dropped a million names of people in bands that it sounds like you've got a great network with. They help you with a ton of projects. Is there any like up and coming bands that you
1: think are great? Anyone to big up anyone big to big moves out there? Anyone to shout um, out? The guy that you had on earlier, uh, Joe Sambo is yeah. you know an amazing up and coming singer. His vocal range is crazy. We've done a bunch of shows with him. Um he had a band backing him up for a little while, Boudafly. Bootafly. I'm, yes. I'm on their uh album that they put out on Ian Young's record uh, uh record label, um Imperial Sound, I think or yep. it is, or that might be his studio, that- but that's definitely a studio it might be the uh label as well but imperial sound is like yeah yeah so they put that out that was cool um i'm trying to think of who else we've been touring with that's like really dope up and coming um you know the shirt you have on bump and uglies those guys are amazing we've done some runs with them and bad fish recently um this uh, singer Von is really cool. She actually, we're talking about doing a song together, and we've done some shows together. Uh, Surya really likes her. We yeah. brought her up to New Hampshire to be in front of like all our fans for uh, um, our thing we do called Rock the Range at the Driving Range, yes. where she actually got to, Surya got to get on stage and say a moment of silence for Jerry Garcia in front of like 500 people, which is uh, super proud of her and her friend. Um, yes. But Vana's sick, and and she actually, we found out that we were at the same, you know, ashram at the same time, following the same guru, because our parents were into it. Like, we were literally at the same place at the same time. Wow. And, like, we had this, like, moment of, like, really? Because she was like, well, what are you talking about? You grew up in a meditation place. And I'm like, she's like, no way. And, like, it was, like, a weird, you know, wow. kind of thing. So she's, she's awesome, and she's a great human being. Like, there's a lot of amazing bands out there. Um, in the scene like cashed out's really dope they have a lot of good like songwriting um, man I, I don't know who I'm forgetting about like oh this band in Florida we toured with uh, with Badfish, Article Sound Article system. Sound, yeah. yes they're really good um, they're coming up really fast um, man I don't know there's just a lot of good good up and coming music yeah. out there constantly coming out yeah there's there's so
3: much I feel like we're getting a wave of of new musicians that are uh, you know, doing right by the genre. It's funny you mentioned Article Sound. Logan, the lead singer, uh, has been on this podcast. And then also uh Vonna Lee has been on this podcast as well. So oh, cool. You know, they're all part of the family and, and uh, you know, that's big up to them. So um, that's cool, man. That's cool to get your uh your perspective on.
1: Yeah, all the bands you guys work with are our friends too. Like Indubious is sick. We yes. you know, when we when we played in Oregon, mm-hmm. we stayed at their house. You know they put us up, you know, out of the kindness of their heart. We and we played with them at um, Stephen Marley's yeah. Kaya Fest. Um, They're great people, great, great uh, people. Project Four Three Two in Colorado. We've hung out with them at Cervantes. They got ties to a lot of our friends. Yeah. And, uh, what's the other band you guys work with? Autic Empire. Autic Empire is sick. Yeah. yeah. Um, John Wayne. John Wayne is sick. John John Wayne we played with. Um, at Wookiee Foots Festival, mm, in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, no, those that that's a family right there. The ones you mentioned, I appreciate you shouting them out, and and I know they're gonna be stoked to know that we were talking to you, and and um, man, we just gotta keep the good music coming, and and, and you've given us uh, something to look forward to in 2020. This, yeah, the this...
1: voting thing you guys do is like some people get weirded out by it, but it's like. The goal of, that you guys have of um, you know getting people exposed to different fans and stuff like yeah, it's it works really well like it's 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 grown so much and it's yeah. just so easy. It's not like sometimes you do do these voting things. It's like log in with your email and do this or that. Yeah, and it's like takes too long. And this is just like click and it's like yeah. you know it's I don't know with with one click you know and thousands of people getting engaged. It you know it could really put somebody on the map that's you know yeah. trying to you know hustle you know yeah so absolutely
3: cool. yeah no that's the that's some of the coolest feedback we get from the album of the year contest is that um maybe there's an album somebody hadn't heard for whatever reason and they see it and then they listen to it and they're like wow because any album that's you know gotten that far is is there for a reason so um and yeah some people have you know opinions of like oh they didn't like this matchup or why is this band here why is this band not here and you know the truth is it's it's all um interaction with the fans it's all helping people interact with the music and that's really what reggae 360 is it's just a platform uh to connect music with with people and um uh, so i'm glad you i'm glad you like the album of the year and and uh you know i want to see you guys in there you know and, and yeah. mixing it up next year or maybe with the original new music coming you know yeah. possibly 2020 maybe further
1: out i mean that's that i can't wait for
3: that i'm pumped for that i'm stoked for that so
1: yeah i mean that whatever year it was last year the year before it was like I think it was us and bumping and ugly's head to head and like the grateful dub thing. Definitely. Like that was the clincher for a lot of people. They're like, <laughs> but Bumpins is, is original. So we're going to go with this. And I was yeah. like, that's fa- That's fair. Yeah. You know, but it was like, it was just a, such an interesting process. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. cool. And they ended up taking the whole thing down too. So, yeah.
3: you know, um, it was a great record. Yeah. But, uh but yeah, man. So, Brad, this is this has been like such an awesome experience getting to know you a little bit more. Like, yeah, you know, I've always been a fan of your music. Seeing how thoughtful you are, um, you know, getting your takes on music and and uh, it, it seems like the the future of Reggae rock, Man is in good hands. You know, so I'm 100%. I'll, I'll, I'll be looking forward to seeing seeing what uh what this new year brings and um, definitely gonna check out some of these shows. I can't wait to see this acoustic uh, business and, and anything you uh. You want to shout out here, you want to promote, just let the people know. Obviously you've got the tours coming up, but you know, anything you want to just let the fans know they need to look out for?
1: Oh man, we covered so much stuff. It was a, it was a blast to be on here. <laughs> Thank you so much yes. for having me and, and and uh for uh supporting the music and, and you know, this is an important thing to have in in the Northeast. There's been a void for a long time of reggae rock being represented here and we kinda just were like doing it on our own and there's been You know, bands here and there like Giant Panda and John Brown's Body and, and, you know, it being represented. But, you know, you're helping create a scene, which is really what it takes and what the West Coast has over the East Coast is like, you know, everybody coming together to work toward a common goal. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, man. Definitely. Suri, we got one last question for you.
3: What is your favorite Reggae rock
1: band. Um. Well, I
2: like my dad a
1: lot. <laughs> <laughs> Who else do you like?
2: I like Badfish.
3: Badfish, okay. Oh, you got good taste in music. Awesome. She's mad
1: that Badfish isn't on Spotify.
3: Oh, they're not on Spotify. I didn't know that. No, but they're working on a live record right now. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. We saw them recently. Actually, An amazing show. Every time they play. It's just just similar to watching you guys play. It's just it's an experience. We saw him at Concord, right? Yep. Yeah, that was a that was a fun night.
1: One of our first shows was uh, Costa Rica Jungle Jam, slightly stupid. Nice. <laughs> the bass was so loud in her ba- baby carriage that it rumbled her baby carriage, and she threw up. <laughs>
3: oh man. What what's the expression the the apple doesn't fall far from the tree or is it the acorn or what I'm the pushing. apple yeah you're, you're okay spot on baby. so you know maybe maybe you got a future musician here on your hands I don't know I think so a star nonetheless you know
1: she wants to do like an Old Town Road remix she's into like songs and stuff <laughs> like she's got me learning Kids Bop yes Yep. Kids Bop Man, we went that's... to see JoJo you ever see those bows in the girl's hair. I'll just see why you got to look her up. Shout out. <laughs>
3: yes. Maybe roots of creation, uh, kids, Bob album coming down the road. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? We'll see. We
1: but certainly I- need a kids, Bob, because a lot of times people are like, I never noticed how many swears are in your songs <laughs> yeah, right. until my kids started listening to them. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. There's this <laughs> album where I, like, I played acoustic opening for Stupid in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. And I'm trying to get the crowd riled up. It's a couple thousand stupid heads, and I'm out there by myself with acoustic guitar. So I'm like, everybody get their hands in yeah. and stuff. And, and like, you have kids dissing to it, and I'm like, uh, sorry. <laughs> so kids' Bop version might might need to happen. Ah. You know uh. Man, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I,
3: nevertheless, man, Brett, I am here for it. I'm here to support your music, anything creatively you do. Uh, Reggae 360 uh, loves what you have going on, and, and we're here for you, man. And much appreciation for making the time today. I'll, I'll let you get back to it, and and we'll call this thing an episode, man. So Sounds good. Thank you, sir. One love, y'all. Peace yeah, out. sir.
1: Peace. Peace. Alright, y'all, thanks for having me. This is uh, Brett Wilson from Roots of Creation. I'm gonna play some acoustic songs for y'all. Big up, Reggae 360. This song's called Strength.
2: Well, they may tell you that forever burns Heat spells my fingers, will we ever learn? Truth be told, we may grow old in this new world But die alone, we will be scared No more, no more to let this flame go out But I've been to school and I know how this all works out The slow death of an individual Becomes freedom when you turn the page out in physical illusion, bogged down by so much confusion, pray for the strength to carry on. And so I say, sounded out in physical illusion, bogged down by so much confusion, pray for the strength to carry on. Don't call confusion and I'm feeling lost It's the path I've chosen, the righteous one I just wanna hold you in my arms for one more night And I will be scared no more, no more If everything happens for a reason Then what am I supposed to do? But I just can't shake this feeling Am I good enough for the truth or you? Self doubt and physical illusion, bogged down by so much confusion. Pray for the strength to carry on. And so I say, self doubt and physical illusion, bogged down by so much confusion. Pray for the strength to carry on. You hold me down like I need you to do, you take me as I am, that's what true love would do, trying to get ready, praying for my strength back, is it lying in with you, I can feel it, is it true? saw the light shining down on you So I thought of singing in the morning, i singing in the day Take the to carry on, I find a better way I'm singing in the morning, I'm singing in the day for strength to carry on, I find a better way. I sing it in the morning and I sing it in the day. Pray for strength to carry on, I find a better way. I sing it in the morning, and I sing it in the day. Pray for strength to carry on, I find a better way. Cause self-doubt and physical illusion bogged down by so much confusion. Pray for the strength to carry on. And so I say, sometimes a physical illusion bogged down by so much confusion Pray for the strength to carry on 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 Yeah! (laughs)
3: Yeah! Yeah! Hell yeah, dude! That was awesome, man. Oh my god, dude. Whew. That was fucking cool, man.
1: I like how you didn't do the golf clap. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man, you killed
1: that! Dude. That's one of my favorites. For some reason, I don't know.
3: Those lyrics resonate, man. Those are. That's a that's a that's a theme song. That's right a deep there. cut.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The words cut deep. The song's late in the in the CD. What's up, Siri? <laughs> you peeking in? You can come sit. Want to sit? Last song. This one's called Get Ready. I wrote it on this guitar, actually, right here, so that's cool.
2: How far can you go? People, are you ready? Get ready, yeah. Moving fast, we've got to move slow. People stay steady. Rock steady, yeah. Wrap your arms around me Cause I don't know what to do Wrap your arms around me Cause when I'm standing next to you When I'm standing next to you, yeah No, tomorrow's another day. Hey, when you're having problems, don't lead away. You got to lean together, whatever it may take. Just like he said, don't overcomplicate. How far can you go? People, are you ready? Get ready, yeah. Moving fast, you got to move slow. People say steady, rock steady, yeah. Wrap your arms around me, cause I don't know what to do. Wrap your arms around me, cause when I'm standing next to you. Standing next to you, yeah Rockin' steady, feeling new Rockin' steady, feeling new standing next to you yeah rockin' steady feeling new When i'm standing next to you yeah rockin' steady feeling new when i'm standing next to you yeah rockin' steady feeling new when i'm standing next to you oh yeah Yes. Yes. <laughs> 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 snap it! Snap it! <laughs> I know you can't snap
3: it. I'm use my fingernail. Yo, damn dude, this is the second half of the podcast. That was amazing. That was an in studio performance by Brett Wilson and his uh, wonderful seven year old daughter. She's a star on the rise, Evan. What did you think of that experience, man? Having Brett Wilson in here, just crushing the guitar, making some music, man. What would you think?
0: That was great. Loved <laughs> having him here. Um, loved hanging out with him, his daughter, getting live music in here. That's always great. Now that we've had
3: that a couple of times, yeah. It's it's um, you know it's no wonder how successful some of these guys are when you see them playing in person. You're just like, damn, dude. The talent is just there, man. Like I like it just blew. It blew my head back. It pushed my hairline back, dude. Just blew my head off, dude. That was
0: uh It, it pushed your hairline for, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it pushed your hairline further back, man. Yeah,
3: dude. It blew my blew my wig off. Is that what they say? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm I'm barely hanging on right now, Evan. All right. I need you to I need you to help me out here. But uh but yeah, no, it was awesome having Joe in studio. Okay. Having Brett in studio. I mean, damn, dude. And, and, I mean, I I just, I'm so happy that we got a little special treat for the people, so they got to listen to it. But, Evan, why are people still listening to this podcast? Where are they going to get out of the second half? Tell them.
0: The second half, we get music reviewed that came out last week. All the latest and greatest music that just came out. Not only that, we'll go over the latest reggae rock news after that. And maybe we'll give a little positive thought to just round things off and Let people know that life is okay. Is that about Uh, it, JB?
3: Yeah. Also, Evan, I want you to tell the people three. Fun facts about yourself, dude.
0: Um. Okay. Uh. Three fun
3: facts. Very fun. I'm, a I'm fun just kidding. Person. I hate that Oof. shit, dude. I, I like. Uh, what
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's like. Did, did we just start a meeting? Are we not even friends? I know, friends? dude. I hate
3: that in the office, man. Uh, like in work, dude. There's like a fucking new tea. It's like, oh, tell three fun facts about. That. I hate that shit. Let's do
0: an icebreaker. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's just probably positive stuff for team building or whatever. But
3: well, that remains to be seen. But listen, man. We could sit here and we could talk all day, but we're not doing the people justice because we were blessed with some amazing music this last Friday. I feel like things have been a little light this year and then boom, just like a freaking avalanche. dude. We got destroyed by some good new music and let's jump right into it because we got a few we're going to talk about and let's start with a statement piece. Sensi Trails Dropped an album on us Boom! Here you go What do you think about it? Well We're gonna talk about that man Evan Why don't you cue that up dude?
2: See we're floating away Escaping from reality in my mental stay. We'll take our trip through the galaxy in my spaceship Fire up the Kali weed, keep it blazing Escape reality, it's amazing Fire up the Kali weed in my spaceship
3: Dude, I have so much to say about this album, man. First of all, that was the song Spaceship, and, and that song's just a vibe, man. When he's talking about lighting up that Cali weed in his spaceship. In my mind, he's talking about his car. That's how I like to think of my car. It's like a spaceship. You want to get in? We're going to blast off. Let's cruise around this universe in my spaceship and just smoke some of that good Cali weed. So that song just hit home for me, man. I like that shit. Also, man, this album is just, it's just like I said, it's a statement piece. It's just consistent, good music front to back. I feel like the Sensi Trail sound has evolved, man. They're here. Not that they weren't before, but damn, this is a good ass album to start your year off in the month of January, you know? And so many good songs, man. This is an album you can just play start to finish. And my favorite is Just Living. And that came out as a single months ago with K-Bong. All right, recorded at the Imperial Sound Studio. Gracias de Ian Young. That's his studio. And man, they just they put a, a beautiful piece of art out there in the universe. And on that album, there is Just Living. They also have the acoustic version, which is just as dope. Um, some of my other favorites, man, Picture in My Pocket. That's a vibe. Work. I mean, that's just a good-ass song, and the songwriting, the music, the vibe, the flow, everything is there for this, and and I'm just, I've been playing this album all week, so Cincy Trails, well done, congrats, man, you guys did something to everybody, you just put it out there, and the, the people, man, the reaction, I'm sure, has been great. Evan, you got to hear a little bit of that. What do you think?
0: Man, Sensi Trails always killing it. I mean, that song in particular, little dub vibe, real nice and vibed out. Fire up my Cali weed in my spaceship. Um, song about kind of just escaping. Uh, but also, I love the album cover that they put on this. It's like it a dinosaur partying while surfing. I don't know. I think it's sick. Had kind of like some cool 80s, 90s geometrical shapes on there uh it's fun stuff
3: yeah man i feel like Cincy trails represents that new wave of cali reggae rock reggae rock <laughs> that new wave of cali reggae rock you know and there's a lot of uh, up and comers out in cali right now some we're going to talk about uh later on but you know the name kyle smith comes to mind but you know it's not just this new wave man because The OGs are still out there making music. The OGs are still doing it. And we got a little taste of that on Friday. When one of my personal all-time favorites, Long Beach Dub All-Stars, dropped not only a new song, a new single, but a video to match. Damn, dude. Evan, let the people hear what that sounds like.
2: You tell me where you get your loving from. Tell me where you get your loving from. I get it from the apple, I get it from the plum. Meets after that, I go for a run. I gotta stay fit for my daughters and sons. I gotta stretch, I clean out our lungs. After that, i have some mega. Mango- Sun, sharing and laughing with every one. If you know me, sound, I'll go run. Champion, do whatever done. Back to the story of where we get it from. With fresh fruit, you can never go wrong. Won't you tell me?
3: No, no, no. why won't you tell me? Damn, dude. That. Rich Long Beach Dub All Stars sound, man. This is what the people needed, dude. Seeing Marshall and Opie making music, making new music again, just makes me happy, man. I saw Long Beach Dub All Stars last year when they toured and played some old hits. You know, it was just awesome to see those guys still making music, still staying true to their roots. All right. This video is tight as hell, too, man. It's just, I, you know, I was almost like, it was like surreal watching the video listening to the music thinking that long beach of all stars is still making music because i remember back in the early 2000s man banging their shit just you know it was like you know after sublime man you know who not too many people were putting on uh the way that long beach of all stars was and you know it's just so cool that they're still doing work and I don't know, man. You know, Opie, dude, he's a he's a talented dude, man. He's talented in so many ways, and it's just cool to see him, uh, you know, putting that energy into music. And it's a cool song. It's a song about positivity. It's a song about life. It's a song about love. It's a song about, you know, what, how do you design your life to, to be happy. And, you know, he's talking about he gets it from the apple. He gets it from the plum. And sometimes after that, he might go for a run. And then later he said he gets it from the beer, he gets it from the rum, you know. Evan, where do you get your loving from, dude?
0: Um, I get my loving from a lot of little things, just like this song. You know, I love that the song is about just getting appreciation for the little stuff, because that's, that's what makes you happy is just all the little things out there, man. You, you have a little food, you get to go outside, you get to do all those things. That, that's what That's what makes you happy, and that's... That's cool stuff that we get a nice positive vibe song.
3: Dude, it's it's wild. The message is you stay healthy, you'll never lose, man. It's just like I didn't have that much appreciation for that shit when I was younger. But now as I get a little bit older in life, man, I start appreciating those little things. And this song just helps put everything in perspective. And goddamn it, that's what I'll be. DA does
0: you've been putting in some positive change lately you were feeling a little a little cruddy last week you've been you've been doing your thing with the health thing the past like, yeah, week man, and a half you or know so
3: what, dude? sometimes you gotta do that sometimes you gotta take an, an assessment of your life and realize what's important and kind of design your life with intention you know so LBDA man drop on that song at the right time in my life and hopefully it hits you the same way you know and sometimes man you just gotta you gotta stick to your roots
0: Speaking of which, you know what I mean? We got another song for you. Stick to your roots Ooh. by Innovision.
3: InnaVision. It's just solid. Just straight solid. And I like this, this whole vibe. Stick to your roots. It's a double meaning. You know, stick to the roots reggae, which obviously Innovision did here. But then also stick to your roots in terms of just who you are, what made you you, you know, and you know, he even says roots and culture, not crime and vulture. It's that positivity that indivision brings to the table mixed with just an amazing vibe and if you like indivision go back to season one of for the vibes we had him on the podcast he's a very interesting interesting dude and his music is fire and hopefully this is a a tease for some new music coming in 2020 and what a way to start the year off with this slapper stick to your roots you know, just stay true to who you are and what you do and why you do it, man. And as long as you're authentic, nobody can say a damn thing to you. Evan, how do you stick to your roots?
0: I'll stick to my roots. Um, yeah, I just—I uh, I don't really. I
3: guess you don't. You
0: should. You should try. I'm usually out there running around doing stuff. I'm not really, really reconnecting with my my true self all yeah, the time. Yeah,
3: but how do you stay so authentic, dude? Oh, man, you just be yourself at all times. Exactly. You stick to your rules, dude. Now you're with me, dude. Now we're making progress here today in this studio. a 100,000 degrees. And, yeah, your boy may be a little under the weather. But you know what? Jordan played the flu game. and He put up 50 points. So,
0: anyways. Unzip your hoodie, dog. Make yourself at home.
3: <laughs> yeah, dude. i am at home, dude. <laughs> <dear. laughs> Uh, we got another shit. song though dude this this whole podcast just went sideways. Oh
0: damn sorry for sorry for asking you to zip I'll never do it again.
3: I feel like you just asked me if I'm down dude oh wait the next song is sideways. Are you down?
2: Up in my head while i'm lying in my bed thinking about a game plan just to get myself fed you see me coming round down with the movement on a nice house so i'm working on my
3: sideways coming in hot i like it dude this was a good ass song you know and and uh he was saying are you down to get high up in my cloud but i took that as you know not like a weed cloud like are you down to get high with me he's he's kind of talking in a bigger sense like almost like you know his his cloud of life i mean he's talking about you know life is a blueprint It's a blueprint that you get to design, you know? And he's talking like, are you down to get in this cloud of my life? Are you down to take this journey with me? You know, this loving every day, don't step in my way journey. Music is medicine. And I tell you what, Sideways, I love the flow of this song. And to me, this is how you mix rapping with reggae. I'm not always the biggest fan, personally, in my personal opinion sometimes in the way that rapping is blended with reggae in our current reggae rock scene but this is the way you do it sideways what a what a fucking banger what a banger dude evan i know we make a lot of jokes about are you down especially when we're talking about bunktown falls are you btf dude but in this case in all seriousness man what do you think of this song
0: i'm down to go on the journey of this song i love i love dub vibes at all time and this had a absolute uh, stinky dub vibes to it. Just heavy bass, really just uh, a nice tune to chill to. And stinky you know what? At the end of the day, dub vibes. stinky dub vibes, nice just bomb. I like it. I like that stuff. Um, but beyond that, um are you down i mean it's double entendre yeah it's about bigger things but you know it is maybe a little bit about weed too so i I love that you can have a couple meetings you can just take the song and relax and enjoy it and have it be just about hanging out are you down but it can also be about a heck of a lot more and that's the the beauty of a reggae
3: rock song maybe it is just about weed maybe i'm just overthinking it like i overthink everything in my life (laughs) man you're you're stressed out today john what what do we want to do next um next man we're gonna you know what dude fuck that not that we're still talking about this song oh man okay how are you designing your life how was the blueprint of your life evan okay how are you designing your life right now tell me go
0: right now man just yesterday actually i'm glad that that, i actually (laughs) made a list of like different ways i can make both myself and others happier specifically my friends around me my family and myself like little things i can do like I don't know. I got to start using the daily planner. Your, your name came on my list. So how can I, how can I make you feel like a better friend? Um, mm, maybe invite me so. to a little
3: B concert. yeah probably won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just kidding, man. No, dude, I feel very, I feel, I feel like we have a great friendship, Evan, and I appreciate you and I respect you. And I think taking the time to write that stuff down is such a powerful activity. And anyone that's on the frequency of trying to be a better person You know, in this little short life, should be doing shit like that. So, uh, respect, dude. That's big, man. I like it. Anyways, the next song is a absolute great project. It's just like, dude, couldn't be happier for the success of this one? And it's interesting because I saw this on the front page of iTunes' new music. I mean, you had to scroll to the right a little bit, but normally... You never see reggae or reggae rock on that front page. It's rare. We're on the rise. So, yeah, so to see these guys getting the love, man, it just it made me happy to my soul. Arise Roots with the song off their EP. The song is Come and Get It featuring Slightly Stupid, featuring Eric Rockmani.
2: the limit can't stun us we push the limit can't stun us we're level-headed not spun and love is always the intention hey give me that green and i'll drop as i'm rising arise roots rise up rock steady we're keen on those good vibrations come on, come
3: all this one's for everyone damn dude that's just a great blend of sounds and I love the guitar playing off that dub sound like everyone would say, that stinky, dirty, dank dub sound. And you know what, man, again, <clears throat> the reason why I love reggae music is the positivity. It's you're talking about life, dude. And this song, the lyrics, man, appreciate the joys and the pains, learn from all the losses and the gains. That's a powerful message. You know, and I genuinely believe that you know, whatever you expose yourself to, you're consuming it, you know, your brain, your subconscious, you're consuming the things you expose yourself to. So if you, you know, scroll through Instagram all day and just, you know, look at how other people are living, you know, you're going to, that envy is going to build in you and you're going to worship false idols and you're going to have like anxiety and depression because your perception of life is going to be all skewed. But if you listen to reggae music, if you listen to reggae music throughout the course of your day, those good vibes are going to seep in. You're going to soak them up like a sponge. They're going to get into your brain and start doing positive things. Start making you feel gratitude. Start making you feel appreciation and love and respect for the people around you. Just, you know, that's the power of the music, man. That's the power of listening. To Arise Roots. And i tell you what. <clears throat> the biggest sign of why Arise Roots should be in your playlist. I mean, th- this is not the biggest sign. I mean, obviously, the proof is in the pudding. The music they put out is the biggest reason. But dude, Eric Rachmani and Slightly Stupid on a track. You know how hard that is to do? Those are the biggest names in reggae rock music i can't even get people to respond to my dms about getting on this damn podcast and arise roots has two well eric regamani is the legend dude. slightly stupid as the you know aside from sublime in my opinion the the biggest as good as it gets and to have them on a song that's just a testament to how dope arise roots are evan what do you think, man? Am I right? Am I wrong? Absolutely.
0: You know, I think that it's a testament to the positive <coughs> vibrations of reggae rock music that you're able to see all these these bands working together. I mean, in in other genres where you have entire bands, right? You don't usually see features all the time. But almost every reggae rock album has multiple features on it with people working together, just trying to make good music, and I think that's I think it's just a testament to how great a lot of the people in this scene are. Yeah, dude.
3: I like that. I like that a lot. But seriously, if I've slid into your DM about getting on this podcast and you didn't get back to me, man, it's okay. You know, we'll uh when the time's right, we'll make it happen. Anyways, Evan, I can't get too focused on that because there are a lot of fish in the sea.
0: Okay? There are a lot of fish
3: in the sea. Unless you're Mark E. Bassey and Common Kings with a single fish in the sea. Bump that shit.
2: Please leave your message for six five zero five 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 nine zero seven five. Basie, what up, bro? When we gonna release this song, man? The people are waiting. Yeah, listen, I remember when it wasn't us no more, it was you and me. And now we're more than friends. She my girl with the lifetime shopping spree, yeah. Girl, believe me, you got me daydreaming. I tell you what I'm gonna do, gonna do. I bought you all the tea they got out in China.
3: Fish in the Sea featuring Mark Bassett, Common Kings. <sighs> Dude, I've been waiting for some new Common Kings music. I love Common Kings. All right, I saw on Twitter that somebody said they're convinced that Common Kings can't release a bad song, and that's very true, at least in my experience. And Mark Bassett, I'm not terribly familiar. I did a little bit of research, man. I guess he's like kind of big in the R&B scene and <clears throat> i tell you what r&b music that r&b sound it goes perfectly with the vibe of common kings i mean you know i like i like when they mix a little bit more rock and reggae in there but dude you got to respect the pipes on this guy and and this song man it's it's a pretty cool vibe and it's really talking about how you know there is only one fish in the sea and this guy's obviously in love with this person that he considers the only fish in the sea he bought her custom clothes from italy i don't know if you heard that that lyric evan um personally i like to think that there are a lot of fish in the sea i have an abundance mentality i think that if one person is not the right one for you there's a lot of people out there you know you gotta get after it a little bit but at the same time this guy's obviously in love and i respect love and i respect common king's music because they're dope and i just can't wait for more of it I saw I've seen them live a few times. they're just great live just junior just crushes it. man that guy's got a voice Evan what do you think dude? he does
0: have a voice you're you're right and it's a it's a good one if you ask me um i did i did ask you and I'm glad that you respect love um that's that's real positive john if you disrespected love, we'd have a problem here today um but, I didn't yeah. always. Being in love is cool. That's cool stuff, and it's cool to hear songs about it, and it's cool to hear, once again, reggae rock stars working with other people, uh, especially those outside the scene and
3: bringing in just a little bit more of that fusion sound. Yeah. Dude, Common Kings, they have a a really good crossover appeal. Like, I feel like, you know, reggae rock music, sometimes we get stuck in this little, like, whoops, niche genre, but bands like Iration... Bands like Comic Kings, they have that crossover appeal to like the popular music, which is great because they also they have roots in in our scene and you know they're they're big. They're playing these big shows, people love them, people celebrate them. So Comic Kings just, you know, <laughs> so dope. Their vibe is so dope. Anyways, we got more music. What do we got? We got one left?
0: We got one left.
3: Ooh, let's talk about it. Pacific roots. We we talked about this last episode. Kooks on the loose this song was everything we were hoping for it was everything and more
2: Even on this trash about Because they cool come in And they cool bounce out
3: think we've all been a kook before or at least i have younger younger version of myself i was definitely a kook on the loose but now i'm i'm more reformed but pacific roots they've got that good beach vibe they've mixed sounds that california sound like you hear little expendables in there, you hear a little early sublime I love the way the rhythm and the song changes up. It's an entertaining song. It's like a roller coaster. It'll keep you locked in. And I don't know, man. We've all been we've all been a kook. Have you ever been a kook on the loose? I've, I've been a kook once or twice. I'd say, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I survived those years where I was a kook on the loose quite often. Every weekend, I was I was a kook. <laughs> you know, and I'm saying that I don't really fully understand the definition of a kook. I think it's just a really drunk, belligerent kind of person that just doesn't give a shit. Is that what you interpreted Evan or?
0: I mean yeah that's what I interpreted. It seems like somebody who's just wiling out. The kooks on the loose.
3: (laughs) Yeah dude. Watch out for the kooks man. Watch out for Pacific Roots bringing that good 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 uh, music man. I'm a big fan of Pacific Roots. I can't wait to see what they're going to do in 2020. It sounds like this is just a start but that's a band on the rise. That's a band that I've got my eye on. And anyone listening to this should be also staying in touch with Pacific Roots because they got those good vibes. So damn Evan for being a sick man. I think I've done pretty good talking about all the music and that was a lot, man. There were, I mean, that was a lot of music, a lot of good ass music. We got blessed this last Friday. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. And speaking of getting blessed, Evan, oh man dude this has been one hell of a podcast and we're not done with it we got one last thing to do and that's a positive thought of the week and i know evan you've been thinking about this one dude i know you've been thinking about it and maybe you've just for the past 30 seconds but i know you've been thinking about it dude give the people a positive thought of the week dude go
0: positive thought um the things around you or what influences you and affects you man like don't don't follow negative influences don't look at that stuff on social media find ways to see positive things you'll Bumble feel fly. more positive surround yourself with more positive things if you have negative stuff in front of you in your bedroom you're going to feel negative if you wake up and you got happy stuff around you got pictures of people that you care about um, you're probably going to feel a little bit better so just appreciate the little things around you and how they affect you and you're probably going to feel a little bit happier in life
3: Damn, dude, that was a lot to take in, but if you took it all in, then you're in a better place now because that was that was good, man. That was fucking awesome. So my positive thought of the week. And you know, again, Jordan with the flu game, I'm sick, dude. But um, I saw a movie yesterday and the movie's called 1917, and it's about these two dudes that are tasked with basically crossing enemy lines with a message to a general <clears throat> To tell him that he is walking into an ambush. And if these dudes don't make it, then upwards of 1,600 of their brothers are gonna die, basically, because they're walking into a German ambush. And what I took from this movie is you know, these dudes had it in their mind that no matter what happened, they were gonna deliver. The message and I'm not going to spoil the movie because it's a good ass movie. You should see it. But man, they went through, you know, trip mines, you know, getting shot at, seeing all kinds of fucked up shit, just like running through fields, getting lit up, having little battles, all kinds of fucked up shit happened to them. But they had it in their mind, no matter what, they're not going to slow down. They're not going to stop. They're going to get that message to the general because they had this higher purpose they had this like the mind's an interesting thing when you really are determined to do something you're not gonna let anything stop you and i just think if if any of us could just tap into 10 percent of that you know like when you're trying to get things done throughout the day or if you're looking at things in your life if you have that Mindset that those two dudes did where it's like nothing is going to stop them no matter what happens. Just keep going and going. There's no option. There's no question. There's no backup plan. There's no plan B. There is no failure. Failure is death. That's the only option other than succeeding with your mission. And granted, we're not, <clears throat> you know, in, in the early 1900s, like war-torn uh society. But at, at the same time, man, we all fight battles throughout the day. And it's time to just, Get that drive, get that mentality, get that focus, get that determination, get that inner voice telling you you are not going to quit no matter what. You're going to accomplish the mission. And yeah, that's my positive thought of the week. That was a good movie, 1917. That was a good positive thought. <sighs> Thank you, man. Listen, we have done enough on this podcast. We have given you, people, everything that we have and more. But we have more soul for you next week. So... Let us know how we did. Spread some love. Spread some vibes. We'll be back. Thank you for listening. We love you. Big up. Bless up. And good luck of the week ahead. Peace. Peace.